one of my favorite parts were just like the like 10 minute montages of them just like doing like really expensive activities as like, <laughs> like they think I went to like 10 music festivals in this one movie. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, in three, two, one. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Netflix Roulette. I'm your host, Cade Hughesby. This week, I am joined by comedian, writer, actor, person, um, philanthropist, um, inspiration, Brooke Feingold. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> Brooke, welcome to Netflix Roulette. Um, how, just explain to the people a little bit, how do we know each other? How do we know each other? Uh, I think we met in stand-up class, right? At USC? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we met in Jude's stand-up two class. Maybe mm-hmm. before. I don't know. But yeah, we uh, we bonded over over jokes and laughs and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Finding ourselves and whatever, coming of age things. And now you've moved to Iceland where you live with the Northern Lights. Yeah. It's actually beautiful because we're entering October right now, which is one of the equinox seasons, fall and spring, obviously, which is when the northern lights are out most. So, yeah, and right now it's pretty much dark all the time. Mm. Um, there's, like, little mini ponies running around <laughs> everywhere, and everyone believes in, like, um, elves, which is very cool. I love that. Um, I'll have to come visit when this quarantine is over. Um, yeah. Speaking of quarantine, how have you been holding up? Like, what do you do in quarantine? That's an excellent question. Um, well, before, I will say this summer was pretty pretty bad. Opposite of hot girl summer, for sure. It was, <laughs> it was brutal. Um, <laughs> cold boy summer. Cold boy summer, exactly, which we never liked that. We never like boys or coldness. Um, besides, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was <laughs> weird. Like, my mom made me go to Florida with her, which, like, problematic of me to even do, but we all know what we do for our parents. Um, So I spent 10 days in Panama City, Florida with my grandparents and my aunt and uncle, who at the time my uncle was running for state representative of Florida as a conservative Republican. Wow. And um, I got to Florida like the first day of the Black Lives Matter protests. So it was a very interesting trip. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Lots of discussions, lots of roundtables with the family. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty much like not on speaking terms with my family right now it's cool you know Um, sometimes when you have a moral compass that happens um i've actually found that that can happen that can definitely happen yep (laughs) you know what i i I did what i had to do i i i spoke to my white family i did the thing the instagram post had been telling me to do and hopefully it didn't work but now everyone hates me so that's good (laughs) (laughs) well i don't hate you if that counts for something. Okay, one point for me. <laughs> <laughs> and what TV shows have you been watching? Any shows or movies that you got like really into? Yes. Um, well, obviously Pen15 I've been fired up about. Um, I mean, Pen15 is just like beautiful. I love it so much. Um, I've been re-watching Broad City just because like we need the vibes. We need the good vibes right now. That is so um, true. Yeah, we really do. I was, like, watching it last night when I was high, and I was like, this show is, like, truly fucking crazy. Like, I don't <laughs> like, remember what was happening, but it was wild. Um, what else have I been watching? Um, oy, oy, oy. Um, I'm trying to think. I'll need to, like, look at my fucking 
Netflix or something. Like, <laughs> um, I may destroy you. That's a great show. Oh, I've heard good things about that. Yeah. yeah. You should definitely watch it. It's like, it's as good as everyone says it is. And also just like the, like visually, it's like so beautiful too. I've um, just been watching Love Island and TikTok. So. Okay. okay. You're doing all the right things though. Um, Thank I've, you. I appreciate I've that. I've recently gotten on a TikTok as well, which I, I love. Whoa, I following you, like, you. Like have, oh yeah, you should follow me. My username is mind my cookie. <laughs> Big fan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I like saw it. Wait, okay, you're all J TikTok is so funny. That TikTok, yeah, that shit's crazy. That um I did not expect that to go in. <laughs> but I mean TikTok is full of rats looking for poison. So that's so true. That's really what TikTok <laughs> is. I feel like I've like TikTok to me is like masterclass but better you know <laughs> like because I've been like doing like weird like I've been getting into like DIY shit because I just like have no life and yeah. so I like repainted this like whole desk like I'm like reupholstering things like it's just like insane and so like instead of like going on actual reputable websites or even god forbid reading a book I just like go on TikTok and I'm like I'm like DIY like floor installation <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> it's like a 10 second video and I'm like okay I think I kind of have a grasp on what I'm doing now <laughs> yeah TikTok definitely makes me want to like get rid of all material belongings in like uh redo a van and oh my God, drive yeah. across the country yeah <laughs> and you know just live that um that DIYer life yeah there's a lot of DIYers but then you like it's actually so hard like I just like I spent a day like painting my desk and mm. I was like in like my back was hurting for like three days I was like how do these <laughs> these TikTok DIYers need to like tag their chiropractors in their cap <laughs> <laughs> like they're not giving us the full story here it's all the glitz and glam with I none know. of the real behind the scenes grit this is a highlight reel okay this is a highlight reel <laughs> this is not real instagram is not real <laughs> i have faith that um you'll go viral on tiktok uh this sometime this month but you've also been doing, um, you've also been doing like outdoor stand-up shows, right? Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so I've been doing um, my comedy show called The Unbirthday Show. Um, there's, you know, there's always a reason to celebrate. It doesn't have to be birthday. Um, but yeah, so I was doing them before quarantine. I was, I did one like one in a backyard and I did one at Rock and Riley's, the wonderful Irish pub at USC's campus, which we all love. And I was at that one. That was a real, that was a great oh, time. Thank you. Yeah. Um. And then I was supposed to do another one in March, which I don't know if you March happened in March, but you got canceled. <sighs> I know. March was the last month of life. <laughs> it was. My birthday was March 9th. I was like, I had like a full like outdoor dinner with like at a restaurant, no masks. Wow. It was the last of all time, honestly. But it was a yeah, great I, I really yeah. In. yeah, I mean, um, whatever you can do to get by in these times, you know? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> It was brave of me, but, um, yeah, then, <laughs> courageous, <laughs> summer, like, I don't know. Cause I feel like in the beginning of core, if you will, I was just like, so anxious all the time about everything. And I was like, okay, I'm dying. Everyone's going to die. Everyone I know and love is going to die. Yeah. And then we kind of all were like, yeah, like everyone's going to die. And we kind of accepted that and moved on and decided, let's just not do anything. Let's just embrace death with a smile. Um, and then when that started happening, I was like, you know what, like, maybe I should start doing stand-up again, because we're gonna die anyway. Yeah. 
So yeah, I don't know. Oh, actually what it was is that there's this show at UCLA called Stand Up at Six Feet Away. And it's just the show on like the lawn at UCLA. And um, I thought they were doing that. And I was like, oh, like, I guess that makes sense. Like everyone's outside spaced apart, like wearing masks and they like wipe the mic between performers. Like that's safer than like eating at an outdoor restaurant. You know what I mean? Yes. So I like- people do all the time. Which people do all the time. Apparently. (laughs) Yeah, it's insane. And so I was like, well, so I I went to the show. I like was on it and I kind of like scoped out how they ran things. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I could nice. do this, but just, like, make it better, for a lack of better words. It's um, like if one of Santa's elves started his own holiday. Yes, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's yeah, really cool. Definitely. So, yeah, then I started doing it, and I was like, okay, I just need to, like, plan it. And then I moved recently to Silver Lake, and I live in this, like, weird little shack, but it's, like, <laughs> I literally live in it, like, whenever I, like, you know, I'm, like, UPS, or, like, any notes, and I'm, like, it's a little green shack up the hill, like, <laughs> sketchy walkway, like, good luck, I hope you don't have, like, a disability, because, like, it's not ADA compliant at all, which, by yeah. the landlord, Robert, what do you do? Wow. I know, really fucked up, so. It's a vintage um, place. Yeah, it's vintage, it's vintage, it's, like, Europe, but it's really hot, they didn't do anything to keep it cold at all. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I have this like massive weird backyard that's literally just like a slope like this. And it was all just like weeds and like dirt and shit. So I like hired this man off of TaskRabbit to come like flatten my yard basically. And it's still on a slope, but it's kind of like Greek theater vibes. That's Um, so cool. And then we like built this little stage and my roommate is like, um, she does like cinematography and like she does like music video directing. Um, so she helped me build like a little backdrop and with like curtains and stuff. And wow. I bought this creepy dining table that we use as a bar and um, <laughs> just booked some comics and just invited people. And I was like, all right, like, let's just let's just have a show. And it went really well. And everyone was wearing masks and everyone was drinking their little drinks. And it was beautiful. That's so cool. And um, how many of these have you done? I've only done one in the core. But I have another one actually a week from today on October 10th. So what was the first one? Were people safe and uh, and mm-hmm. getting tipsy? People were safely getting tipsy, I would say. Yeah. Huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. Huzzah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what, what's your, I'm curious, what's your sort of taste in, like, uh, entertainment movies, TV shows? Because as a comedian, as a comedian, I'm, I'm assuming you are drawn towards comedy, but I don't know, you might have like a weird twisted side to you. So like, tell us, what is like your taste in movies and TV show? And this will help us sort of set up for when we're reviewing um, to understand the psyche of Brooke Feingold. Mm, That's so beautiful. Actually, so the other day, the child that I nanny, his name is Henry and he's six. um, He, I was pushing him this way. He's like, what's your favorite movie? And I was like, you don't even know how bad of an answer this is because you're six, but the answer ultimately is 500 Days of Summer. And I hate to be that bitch, but that's who I am, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I can't lie. So I do- that's a good I, one. I do love, like, a ROM. I love a, I love, like, a Nick and Nora's Infinite playlist. Like, if we're going back to, like, middle school me, which is ultimately, like, the core of who we are, mm. um, I love that. But then, yeah, like, I love all the comedies. I love all the early 2000s comedies. Oh God, I hope we're not our middle school self. <laughs> no, we are, though. That's the thing. Is like, that's our, that's our id. 
our middle school self, that's our id. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I haven't really progressed since then. Um, no JK, JK. But yeah, even like, I mean, I love like, um, my favorite shows right now are like Big Mouth, obviously. Mm-hmm. I love Big Mouth. I love Dead to Me. I love a dramedy. Dead to Me. Dead to Me is like- Dead to Me is slept on. Ooh, no one is talking about it. I mean, people yeah. are, but they're not, you know? Yeah, um, my mom and I binge-watched that show in one night. It's so <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. Like, Linda Cardellini. Oh, also, speaking of Linda Cardellini, Freaks and Geeks, obviously. Mm. I mean, an amazing show. Um, yeah, what else do I watch? Um, a I cultured know, fan of rom-coms. A cultured fan of rom-coms. I love, okay, I love female coming of age. I mean, Lady Bird. I'll, I'll watch Lady Bird five times a week. I don't care. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I think my problem is, like, anything with too many men, I'm just, like, I instantly can't relate. I instantly don't like this, you know? It's yeah. Like, it's not, like, a comedy. Like, I don't know. I feel like being at, like, film school vibes, it was all, like, eh, this is a movie about Italian men. It's the greatest cinema you've ever seen. And I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm just, like, I deeply don't understand this. Like, none of the characters are gay. They're not, they're wearing clothes they bought at, like, Nordstrom like I can't Mm -hmm. like I this is not accessible to me I was watching Dazed and Confused last night um for the first time it's the first time I've ever seen it and uh I was shocked by the homoerotic behavior of like Mm. the the guys beating the freshmen with like paddles like what is going on like Mm -hmm. people like people need to start making content where like the bullies like ask their um you know their nerd uh classmates out you know like they need to start making content where like they flip it on its head you know what i mean right right. which is ultimately why we're going into this industry so we can do that yes exactly like there's so many things that i watch and i'm just like okay they're about to kiss they're about to kiss they're about to kiss and then it just like is a new scene i'm like okay if they just kept (laughs) like five minutes they would have like scissored or something you know the scene would have been so much more interesting beautiful but i will say like the few times that they do go there and there is like a gay kiss romance like i can always predict it like whenever Mm. i'm watching something with colin my boyfriend who's film guy film guy like i'm always like like, (laughs) oh just watch just watch they're about to kiss they're about to kiss he's like no they're not no they're not three act structure yeah yeah yes and they kiss and i'm like see (laughs) you've got a good gate on-screen gaydar i do Uh, i have an excellent on-screen gaydar which is commendable so i think with that said let's just jump right into the game so i'm going to share my screen with you right now and basically for those of you who um are new here uh this is how the game works uh brooke will give me that will correlate to a genre on Netflix. Um, 6669, for example, um, was sentimental movies based on books. So whatever Brooke decides to throw at me, um, I will type in here and we'll keep going until we land on something. And then we'll watch the movie or TV show and come back and review it for you guys. So, Brooke, what are your sacred holy numbers that we're going to type in today? Um, let's do five, six, five, six. Five, six. Five, six. 
Oh shit. Oh, Baba Booey. <laughs> About just five seconds. Um, channel, the, channel your northern lights. What are they telling you? It's, mm, what's like an Icelandic number? I feel like six, <laughs> six, three, six, two. Six, three, six, two. Here we go. Emotional crime, action, <laughs> and adventure. Really just like did those northern lights and it worked yes <laughs> that's crazy um so we will be watching malang unleash the madness oh um this movie came out this year actually it's uh i don't know how to describe it but it says um years after a police encounter separates him from his lover an angry young man goes on a killing spree with an equally vengeful cop on his heels that is wow weird. All right, so we will watch Malang Unleash the Madness, which looks like a total nightmare. <laughs> and wild. What is this Santa scene? Oh my god. Oh, and it's all men. I can't relate. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we'll be right back with our review, guys. <laughs> लेकिन तुम लोगों को किसी को मारने में मजा नहीं आता मेरे लिए जान लेना मेरा नशा है हम सबको लाइफ में ना फ्रीडम चाहिए कोई रोकने वाला ना हो टोकने वाला ना हो जो मन करे वो कर सके you tell me, तुम्हारे लिए सुकून क्या है To live life from one high to another. साला हम किलर लोग का हार्ट सही जगह पर नहीं होता मर्डर रिपोर्ट करना है सब जिसने भी ये किया है वो कोई आम किलर नहीं है आज का अंधेरा बहुत गहरा आने वाला है किसी को जिंदा नहीं छोड़ेगा किसी को नहीं और खामोशी कान फाड़ जान लेना मेरी जरूरत है यही तेरी कहानी शुरू हुई थी और आज यही खत्म होगी ये रात इतनी जल्दी खत्म नहीं होगी सर अभी बहुत कुछ होने को बाकी है जान लेना मेरी जरूरत है जान लेना मेरी आदत है जान लेना मेरा मजा है Hey guys, we just got back from watching um what is the 
Malong unleash the madness. Malong unleash the madness. And wow, was that a wild two-hour ride? Um, craziest two hours and eleven minutes of my life. <laughs> how would how would you summarize this movie? What is this movie about? Okay, this movie first of all has so many plot lines. Like, I feel like they were introducing a new character like every thirty minutes, which is crazy. But um, I would say this this is about like two men it's honestly kind of similar to Les Mis with like Javert and Valjean like one is the justice of police and one is the justice of just like moral good so I feel like that's honestly kind of what it is at its core basically I don't even know these characters names I couldn't tell you (laughs) me neither (laughs) but like the, the cop dude like so basically the cop dude his daughter gets killed like in front of him and then there's this couple who's also there and like they're both like killing people like getting killed living dying. like do you like i don't even know how to explain what's going on yeah i would say like that's pretty that's pretty much i think as accurate as you can get the only thing i would add is like i kind of saw it as like a love triangle story um sort of uh between the cool motorcycle guy the police guy and the girlfriend mm-hmm. Yes, and like a murder love triangle. A murder love triangle. Um, they definitely stole some things from you know classic cinema, which like yes. Twenty Four on Fox, the countdown. Mm-hmm. They have the 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 countdown going throughout yeah. the whole movie. There was there was a lot of like Hollywood things in there. I was like, oh okay, there's yeah, yeah. I mean, steal like an artist. Uh, that's oh, that's oh, a okay. thing. Um, like one of the things that I, I noticed was, uh, kind of stolen right out, right out of the gate was, uh, when the police guy is chasing the cool motorcycle guy through a crowd of evil Santa looking, uh, people yes. and he, the motorcycle guy puts on a mask and that reminded me of James Bond, uh, mm-hmm. when they were like in that big crowd of Dia de los Muertos people, mm-hmm. um, so it's interesting to see like how this movie took like American tropes and sort of pumped them up, like made them more intense. Yeah, definitely. I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, it was interesting for sure. It was, it was wild. Also, just like one of my favorite parts were just like the like ten minute montages of them just like doing like really expensive activities as like, <laughs> like they think I went to like ten music festivals in this one movie. And it's like, okay, you guys have a billion dollars. And they were like going like kite surfing and like, I don't even know, just like all these insane activities. And I was like, like none of them were moving the platform at all, but they spent like so much money to make these just like montages of them like doing activities. <laughs> yeah, there was a point where um, the characters were literally dancing underwater. Wait, yes. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? What is the purpose of this? Weren't they just at a music festival? Like what's going on? Okay, I was so confused because I, I made my boyfriend watch this movie with me. Oh, which, I'm so sorry. By the way. Um, but like in the, I swear, they were like at the music festival. I like looked at my phone for one second. I look up, they're like making out underwater. I'm like, did you just turn on Shape of Water? Like what's going on? <laughs> what did I miss? How did they get here? He's like, honestly, I don't know. They're just in the water now. A little dash of Shape of Water for sure. Yeah. Um. I thought something that was interesting that I noticed right off the bat is that this movie is made by T-Series, which is like that YouTube channel that like was competing with PewDiePie to be like the number one YouTube channel. Oh. Uh, 
I didn't know that they made movies. Um, and that this movie is about cocaine and Christmas, um, which is interesting because yeah. those two things don't usually go together. But visually, yeah, it was for you. <laughs> yeah, it worked for them. Yeah, um, it was interesting how they did cocaine also. They just kind of like put it on their hand and were just like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is someone who's also never done cocaine in her life. They but, you know, I've, all seen, over it, their I've hand. seen enough. They would just like have it all over here and just like. <laughs> and there were moments where it felt like a soap opera too. Definitely. Definitely. Um, you know. I also, I loved how like on the nose the music was, like the score. Like when he like left um, Sarah or something. And then like the music's like, I am leaving. I will never come back. Time for me to go on my own journey. <laughs> yeah, the music was funny. <laughs> like, I think like it was almost like the music was like written for the actual plot. You know, like he like I remember there was one point she was like looking out a window and the music was like, now I look out the window and I think about my life. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, great. It was great. Um. I think this is a normal, um, a normal type of uh, thing for like those kind of campy movies to do, but I don't know. I don't know if it like works necessarily. I thought it was weird how they had a cold open too. Um, like it was yeah. like 10 minutes of action and then Wait, all, I don't know where crazy. <laughs> the credits started like it's like a reality show. Wait, and then the credits kept going like wait, yeah, the credits was going like in the middle of the movie I was like what like yeah I, I remember like at one point it was like they were at like a music festival and then it's like directed by so-and-so <laughs> like we're like 45 minutes into the movie like what is going on seriously I was what like I mean doing? props to him but like shouldn't this go like either at the beginning or the end like yeah and then there was like and then it would like it was going down like kind of like through the ranks, you know, like it was getting down to like like production assistants, like you know, <laughs> crafty. And then it was like screenplay by. <laughs> and I was oh like, the screenwriters are getting hate right now. <laughs> oh my god! Like the the last five minutes of the movie, they have the screenwriters credits. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was so insane. But yeah, the the cold open was wild. Like. Just, okay, so it's literally, I was trying to explain it to Colin. I'm like, so it's like just 10 minutes of this guy. You don't even see his face. And he just walks into a prison and just beats up like 50 people. No exaggeration. <laughs> and then at the very end, like he's about to punch the final guy in the face and the camera turns on him and you see him like sweat beating down his face and he just goes. <laughs> yeah, like he's, this guy, the the cool motorcycle guy that you're talking about, he's a normal person but he also has like the ability to like jump off buildings and be okay or like punch yeah. people and be like totally unharmed i mean it was definitely like a very much like go to prison like get ripped read law books kind of vibe you know <laughs> read law books <laughs> um yeah i mean i think i think you know overall i think i had fun, some fun characters like i was laughing throughout it um just because of how intense it is like the characters are so intense and that was fun but like I honestly couldn't track their motivations um the non-sequential editing was like kind of hard to keep up with but yeah, it was especially because it was like the same day but five years apart so it'd be like December 24th I was like isn't that the whole movie like I'm confused <laughs> but the only difference was like also I was just obsessed with the like the main actor like the motorcycle guy 
like the way that he would look at his uh girlfriend like he was always just like <laughs> literally he's like i did not expect this but i guess it's what we're doing like he was like wow she actually kind of contains multitudes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time, he was just like she was like oh i am pregnant oh save me and then at the end she was like now i'll save you <laughs> yeah, also just, like, getting thrown off the bridge was insane mm-hmm and then, like, this, like, like white passing woman with dreadlocks, like, <laughs> her, this, like, girl that, like, <laughs> like, I remember, I remember when we first are introduced to, like, the drug dealer character, Jessie, and then, like, she, like, gives them, she's, like, she's, like, are you looking for peace or for pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it's, like, the, like, the couple together, and then she's, like, oh, are you together? Like, here's some of this and I'm guessing it's like Molly or something and they like hang out with her I'm like I don't think you guys know how drug dealers work but like you don't just like become homies right away yeah <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to hang out necessarily yeah like, you just kind of like fade into the night <laughs> and then yeah that's you know that's end up I think that in, ends up with him in jail so yeah lesson learned so um would you recommend this movie absolutely people? not <laughs> absolutely not see I'm quick to say that as well I think though if you're looking for something outrageous, something that you would have never seen ever without listening to this podcast mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, check it, it out. Like, it was definitely crazy. Like, I remember just, I was definitely, like, it was a bad movie, but I also, like, couldn't stop watching it, you know? Yeah. Like, yep. there's all these, like, things that kept happening. I was like, holy shit, like, what's going on? Like, I was definitely, like, engaged, but it was for sure weird and just a lot of random stuff that didn't need to be in it i couldn't look away from the train wreck yeah it was it was truly a train wreck so what would you give it on brooks tomatoes out of 100 percent? brooks tomatoes i mean i'd probably give it like a like a 55 percent 55 percent okay let's see what the critics gave it um a lot of movie rotten tomatoes score um i think i have to give it kind of similar I'd have to give it probably like a 55. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm going to share my screen with you here. So Rotten Tomatoes is giving it a 44%. Okay. With an audience score of 80%. Wow, that makes sense because like, you know what I mean? Like I feel like as an audience member, it's like exciting. But if you know anything about movies, you're like, this is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's a ride. It's a ride. Right, it's definitely um, like, I, I didn't really expect by just like the log line on Netflix for it to be that much of a rom because there was like a very significant portion of it that was like a romantic storyline mm-hmm. which was honestly kind of a pleasant surprise because like I can't also just like all the violence against women in this movie like was difficult for me to watch I was like okay I'm already scared all the time <laughs> like yeah also there was a lot of police brutality in this movie too. yeah there was I was so, like, I was like, okay, this is like hitting too close to home right now, guys. Yeah, like uh, the, the the older cop character was just like way off the deep end. Like, when he, there's like that own. montage of him just like slamming people's heads in doors and then shooting them. It's like, okay, we get it. Your daughter died. Go to therapy. <laughs> is this what people want? <laughs> is this what people want to watch? I don't know. Um, so I'd like to play a game with you right now. 
uh, first time it's ever been played on Netflix Roulette. It's called Guess the Budget. So movies have budgets where, you know, that dictates how much money they spend during the production. And I'm really curious to see how close you can get to the exact number, uh, the budget for this movie. And if you're within $1.5 million, you will win a prize. Um, so whenever you're ready, go ahead and guess the budget of Malong the Madness. Bro, I feel like there was like a fucking huge budget, TBH. Like all of the scenes of them, like in like a five minute span, there's like four wheeling. There's like whatever it is, uh, you know what I'm talking about. What are those bikes called? Motorcycles? No, but they're like the four wheels. Oh, like ATVs? Yeah, yeah. They were on like ATVs. They went kite surfing. They went to like 12 music festivals. They were doing like all these crazy things. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, like, Google. <laughs> like, okay, I, I have no idea. I don't know about budgets. 50 million. <laughs> no, no, no. Very no. close. That's too much. That's too much. I just think that, like, all of the scenes of them, like, on ATVs, I guess, like, ATVs aren't even that expensive. But in my mind, I'm like, hey, that scene was a million dollars. Okay. So your guess is somewhere between one and 50 million dollars. My guess is somewhere between one and 50 million dollars. Um, well, you're kind of close. It was eight million dollars. Um, congratulations. You have won our prize today. What's our prize today? A cardboard cutout of the Property Brothers. Oh so we'll be sending that to you soon <laughs> yeah um and thank you for playing guess the budget so i think that concludes our review of malang the madness but where can people find you and where can people watch you Ooh. okay so you can follow me on the socials um my instagram is i like rainbows my twitter is at brooke finegold my TikTok is at mind my cookie. And uh, <laughs> that made me laugh when I first saw that. <laughs> um, and then what's it called? Oh, I have a show Saturday at me house. Um, so it's the unbirthday show that we talked about earlier. Um, you can follow me on Instagram for more info. You can also follow the show Instagram at unbirthday show. Um, and then I'm sure Cade will, you know, type these into something. So yeah, I'll put all the links down in the description. Yeah. So you can stalk Brooke. Um, me. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, Brooke, for coming on. I'm your host, Kate Hughesby. This has been Netflix Roulette. Peace. Bye.